0: April 25th, as we look into the New Testament, today we'll be reading from the book of Luke chapter 22, verses 35 through 53. Satan is in the temple. Judas was energized by Satan when he made his agreement with the religious leaders. Satan is a liar and a murderer, and he helped Judas with his deception. But Satan deceived Judas as well, and the former disciple ended up a suicide. It's dangerous to make deals with the devil, and we'll see Satan in the upper room. The devil already controlled Judas, but he had to ask permission to sift the disciples and to tempt Peter. See, Satan is not all-powerful and must obey the limits set by the Lord. The apostles had experienced some great blessings that evening, but danger was very near lurking right there in the room. So be on your guard when you've had a rich spiritual experience. For Satan is about to attack. And especially beware when you're trying to decide who is the greatest. And we'll see Satan in the garden. Jesus said to those who had come to arrest him, But this is your hour and the power of darkness. Because he had prayed and was yielded to the Father's will, Jesus was prepared for the arrest. But the disciples were not. If ever the work of Christ appeared to be ruined, It was there in that garden. But that was when Jesus was doing his very best in the Father's will. And then we'll see Satan in the courts as well. Satan was in the courtyard to sift Peter and in the council chamber to lead the men astray. His victory over the religious leaders was complete, for he blinded their eyes to the truth, and they condemned their own Messiah. Pilate wanted to get rid of Jesus as quickly and as easily as possible, but you cannot avoid making serious decisions about him. Pilate ended up condemning an innocent man, releasing a guilty man, and making friends with a wicked man. What a record for a Roman ruler whose responsibility it was to uphold the law and give people justice. And with that, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. April 25th, Luke, chapter 22, verses 35 through 53. Then Jesus asked them, the disciples, When I sent you out to preach the good news, and you did not have money, a traveler's bag, or extra clothing, did you lack anything? No, they replied. But now, he said, take your money and a traveler's bag, and if you don't have a sword, sell your clothes and buy one. For the time has come for this prophecy about me to be fulfilled. He was counted among those who were rebels. Yes, everything written about me by the prophets will come true. Lord, they replied, we have two swords among us. That's enough, he said. Then, accompanied by the disciples, Jesus left the upstairs room and went as usual to the Mount of Olives. There he told them, pray that you will not be overcome by temptation. He walked away, about a stone's throw, and knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, please take this cup of suffering away from me, yet I want your will, not mine. Then an angel from heaven appeared and strengthened him. He prayed more fervently, and he was in such agony of spirit that his sweat fell to the ground like great drops of blood. At last he stood up again and returned to the disciples, only to find them asleep, exhausted from grief. "'Why are you sleeping?' he asked. "'Get up and pray, otherwise temptation will overpower you.' But even as he said this, a mob approached, led by Judas, one of his twelve disciples. Judas walked over to Jesus and greeted him with a kiss. But Jesus said, "'Judas, how can you betray me?' the Son of Man, with a kiss. When the other disciples saw what was about to happen, they exclaimed, Lord, should we fight? We brought the swords. And one of them slashed at the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. But Jesus said, Don't resist any more. And he touched the place where the man's ear had been and healed him. Then Jesus spoke to the leading priests and captains of the temple guard and the other leaders who headed the mob. Am I some dangerous criminal, he asked, that you have come armed with swords and clubs to arrest me? Why didn't you arrest me in the temple? I was there every day. But this is your moment, the time when the power of darkness reigns. Hey, this is Mike from phase one. I'm down here on the farm. And I just want to say that, uh, my first week here, I didn't feel like I belonged. I've, I've never opened a Bible. I've never been spiritual or anything like that. And in the last two weeks, my attitude has completely changed. I'm not angry anymore. I don't think that God is out to punish me for something. I know that he loves me. I know that I can ask him for guidance and just, I just, I love it. It's, it's, a, it's a great feeling. I'm not used to it. And, uh, It's just, this place is special And I'm I'm not excited to leave at all I'd like to stay here a little while longer than 30 days Actually, but uh, That's it Hey, this is Joe Newland from Phase 1 This is my testimony I have Found God again Become my friend. Um, so much happiness is coming to my life. So much joy. Negative, negative uh, thoughts have all but van- been vanquished. Uh, really, don't know what else to say. I love my brothers. I love this. I love this place, and the farm is really uh, a place of refuge. hey this is nick in phase one um i just want to let you know what uh god's been doing in my life for me um he's opened my heart up he's uh given me the ability to to look at the person i was the person i i I, I am and the person i can become as long as i uh follow jesus christ and continue to do his will amen and uh Thank you for the brothers in Phase 2, Phase 3, and Phase 4, going ahead of me. Today we'll be reading Psalm 94, verses 1 through 23, and here's an overview. See, God alone can judge and punish the wicked, but God's people must stand up and be counted in the battle for truth. It's easier to be a spectator or an advisor than to be a soldier. When you enter the battle against evil, rely on God. Don't go in there on your own, because God knows all about the enemy. You don't. He hears their insolent speech. He sees their wicked deeds, and He will eventually bring them to judgment the captain of your salvation will not be caught off guard. God will teach you what to do in the process. See, the basic handbook for battle is the word of God, and God will teach you what you need to know. Gideon was an ordinary farmer when God called him, and yet he became a mighty warrior because he let God teach him. Even though he was hiding from the enemy, God called him a mighty man of valor. God will help you fight. That's another principle we'll learn as we read Psalm 94. God is for you. He is for you if you are against what He is against. When you fight, He will help you. If you slip, He'll hold you. If you worry, He will comfort you. And if you're attacked, He will defend you. Who is on the Lord's side? Are you? Psalm 94. Verses 1-23 through twenty-three. O Lord, the God to whom vengeance belongs, O God of vengeance, let your glorious justice be seen. Arise, O judge of the earth, sentence the proud to the penalties they deserve. How long, O Lord, how long will the wicked be allowed to gloat? Hear their arrogance, how these evildoers boast. They oppress your people, Lord, hurting those you love. They kill widows and foreigners and murder orphans. The Lord isn't looking, they say. And besides, the God of Israel doesn't care. Think again, you fools. When will you finally catch on? Is the one who made your ears dead? Is the one who formed your eyes blind? He punishes the nations. Won't he also punish you? He knows everything. Doesn't he also know what you are doing THE LORD KNOWS PEOPLE'S THOUGHTS, THAT THEY ARE WORTHLESS. HAPPY ARE THOSE WHOM YOU DISCIPLINE, LORD, AND THOSE WHOM YOU TEACH FROM YOUR LAW. YOU GIVE THEM RELIEF FROM TROUBLE TIMES, UNTIL A PIT IS DUG FOR THE WICKED. THE LORD WILL NOT REJECT HIS PEOPLE. HE WILL NOT ABANDON HIS OWN SPECIAL POSSESSION. JUDGMENT WILL COME AGAIN FOR THE RIGHTEOUS, AND THOSE WHO ARE UPRIGHT WILL HAVE A REWARD. Who will protect me from the wicked? Who will stand up for me against evildoers? Unless the Lord has helped me, I would soon have died. I cried out, I'm slipping. And your unfailing love, O Lord, supported me. When doubts filled my mind, your comfort gave me renewed hope and cheer. Can unjust leaders claim that God is on their side? Leaders who permit injustice by their laws... They attack the righteous and condemn the innocent to death. But the Lord is my fortress. My God is a mighty rock where I can hide. God will make the sins of evil people fall back upon them. He will destroy them for their sins. The Lord our God will destroy them. Proverbs chapter 14 verses 3 and 4. The talk of fools is a rod for their backs, but the words of the wise keep them out of trouble. An empty stable stays clean, but no income comes from an empty stable.